Blog Talk Radio. everybody and welcome to the Women of Golf show. I'm Ted Odorico and right alongside is LPJ professional legend tour player Cindy Miller and we are the hosts of the Women of Golf show. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Ted. How are you doing? I'm doing great up here in Buffalo. It's like it's spring. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be going back and forth, doesn't it? Um it does. let me yeah, let me, uh, before we start, see, let me just really very quickly tell everybody about uh, the, the show for those tuning in for the first time. Uh, we are live on blogtalkradio.com uh, from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the uh, quickest way to find us, go to blogtalkradio.com, up in the search key, type Women of Golf, and that will bring you to the main page. And as I said, we are live every Tuesday mornings from 9 to 10 Eastern. Uh, and if you're not able to join us live, just go to the link, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Women of Golf on-demand section and catch us there uh, anytime when it's convenient for you. But we appreciate you, uh, for those of you uh, tuning in live this morning. Uh, also, you can go to iTunes.com and uh, under the podcast section, uh, equally type in Women of Golf, and that will take you there in the iTunes.com uh, library as well. Um, but we're glad to be here. We've got a great show. We're going to have a, a little bit of a recap. I unfortunately didn't get a chance uh, due to personal reasons to go to the PGA Merchandising Show in Orlando this year, but Cindy of course, was down there. She's got a few things to talk about, and uh, we'll, we'll just uh, see what uh, what's new and exciting coming out. And then also, um, we're going to remind you of Cindy's boot camps coming up here. I think one of them's coming up here in just a, a week or two away. Uh, and then also, we'll just uh, remind everybody about the Own Your Game series uh, on the mental side of the game that Cindy's going to be bringing here uh, very shortly, I believe this month. We'll, we'll get a recap on that as well. And then later on, a good friend of ours uh, who's been on the show many, many times, Jane Blaylock, the president and CEO of the Legends Tour, uh, who's going to be coming on and giving us an update on what's uh, happening, exciting for, for 216 uh, in, on the Legends Tour. And then also we want to get an update on the women, U.S. Women's Senior Open uh, that was originally, I believe, scheduled for this year and it's now been moved back to next year. So we'll find out uh, what's happening with that as well. But uh, uh, Cindy, again, welcome uh, this morning and, and uh, happy Groundhog's Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. What happened? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I'm sure... We, uh, considering it was a late winter, I'm sure there'll be a few more uh, weeks yet, but I haven't heard what the latest is, so I'll, I'll find out after the show. But, um, but anyways, happy Groundhog's Day, and hopefully the, the winter will, uh, will clear by. And you said it's almost like spring up in Buffalo this morning. Yeah, it was like 55 the other day. Yeah, and uh, now did you get, just real quick, and I, and I want to belabor the point, but that storm that just recently passed through in the, in the recent weeks up to the northeast, did you guys get a lot in Buffalo? We did not. We did not get anything. Wow, that's unusual. We're far enough, yeah, we were far enough west that we didn't get anything. Well, lucky, lucky for fact, you. In fact, somebody posted something on Facebook that said, um, when Buffalo gets two feet of snow, we call it Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it is Tuesday, and hopefully you won't get two feet of snow today. Um, exactly. Cindy, as I mentioned, yeah, as I mentioned in the in the opening uh, uh, remarks that, uh, unfortunately, and, and I won't get into it, but... Um, I wasn't able to make it down this year, and it was a sort of a last-minute cancellation to the merchandising show. But um, I know you were down there. I saw lots of posts and and lots of good memories. I'm sure with some uh, reacquaintance with friends that that you uh, have in the golf industry. Um, but uh, I just want to talk about a few things. I know you didn't get around to see everything, but maybe a few highlights we can talk about. Um, first thing, I know you went to the demo day. Tell us a little bit about. Um, what goes on uh, at the demo days for those that maybe aren't familiar with it and maybe some things that you saw there. Well, Demo Day is held at Orange County National Golf Club, and that's uh, in Orlando, and that's where we hold our boot camps as well. 
and they have the most unique driving range. It is circular, 360 degrees, hmm. and I don't know how many yards across, but big enough that anybody that hits it really far can't hit it across the driving range, so more than 300 yards. And the whole driving range is uh, taken up with booths, tents, stands, displays of anybody that would want to be outside at a demo day. So every golf club company, uh, Callaway Titleist, TaylorMade, Ben Hogan, Wilson, um, everybody, Nike, and they bring in their superstars. So Bubba Watson was there. Annika was there giving a clinic. Uh, Greg Norman was there. All kinds of superstars were there to lure, you know, the public, if you will, and the PGA professionals and the LPGA professionals into their booth to see their new product. Right. Um, it's it's a feast for those in the golf. So <laughs> even if you're an amateur, I mean, there's so many people that want to go to the PGA merchandise show because it's just everything and anything to do with golf. So yeah. that's what the demo day is, and it's really awesome to go. It, and it's it's kind of like a buffet of golf, if you will, as <laughs> – at the mer- merchandising exactly show, you can literally, yeah, you can literally stuff yourself full of everything and anything that's there. Now, um, I, again, I know obviously because it is such a big um, display there at at the at the range. Uh, did you get a chance to stop in at, at a few of the the demonstrations and and what sort of caught your eye, if anything? Well, a couple things. There was a a new company. Uh, it's called New Tent, P N E U, and uh, I have always looked for a portable tent that I could teach under right. that was big enough with a high enough roof that I could be protected from the sun. Believe it or not, the sun does shine in Buffalo in the summer. Right. Protected <laughs> from the sun and the snow and the rain. And I found one that is affordable, that's 40 or 50 pounds that you can blow up in the in the air pump comes with it. So that was kind of cool. Um, I walked by quite a few places. Body Track, Terry Hashimoto and Body Track were there. They now have a portable uh, iPad, I guess, hookup, if you will, with the iPad and the iPhone for Body Track via V1 branded academies, which is great, so that you don't have to have your big computer with you. And so I went and listened to Terry Spiel and watch to see what that was because I do have the new body track mat and I'm going to connect it to the iPad so we can do it anywhere easily. Um, go ahead. Now, is, it, is this like a, obviously like a wireless remote idea then? Um, like it, you have to actually connect your, your iPad to you or does it work through like a, a wireless uh, connection so you can actually move around a little bit if needed or, or, or how does it yes. work? And you can do it with your phone, with V1. You can see your trace. You can see your golf swing. So you're using the camera on your phone or your iPad and mm. and using the body track pressure mat, which is awesome. Now, have I connected it all yet? No, I just got home and I, you know. But <laughs> yeah, again, I know that. that's Alan's job. You know, Alan's my yeah. technical guy. He reads directions. I don't like to read directions. Yeah. So no. that was great. Um, and... You know, Scotty Hamilton, who teaches a lot of tour players, and Mark Blackburn, and, you know, all the big guru teacher guys who teach all the tour players were there as well, which was kind of cool to see. Um, I teach normal people, which there's a lot more normal people than there are tour players. Right, right. but, But the value of body track is for everyone, and I think that the biggest, um, value might be in helping kids because kids have a tendency to come off their feet and swing on yep. their toes. So I'm looking forward to using this. Yeah, uh, and, I went and to stop by the Golf Tried booth and I saw um, there's a couple of new grips they came out with and Dee Dee Lasker is a former tour player that I played against in college and I'm looking forward to try the new Golf Pride grips. And yeah, a lot, yeah, a lot of great uh, products. Um, let, let's move on to the to the show real quick because I, I know I'm, I know you had a lot of uh, things in in your plate, so I know it probably didn't get a chance to, to hit everything at the show. But were there anything new and interesting that you had never seen before uh, at the show this year? 
No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, no, there wasn't. There's, you know, new and improved. You know, Encore right. Golf, the golf ball company for Buffalo, has a new ball that's less compression that's supposed to go better and straighter and a little further. Um, you know, Callaway's got some new irons that are supposed to be amazing. Uh, their ball is supposed to be better than it was before. Right. Um, but it, there was one little gadget that I, two things, two things that I bought. Um, this swing clicker thing that helps you with your tempo. I don't even know what it's called, but I bought 10 of them uh, <laughs> because I tend to be quick from the top. And you put it on your arm, and when you swing back, it has to click when you finish your backswing, which you have to wait for it to click, which feels like you could take a nap while you're up there for somebody right. that swings quick like me. Um, and I thought, well, this would be great to teach me tempo and my students tempo, so I bought a bunch of those. And the second thing was the focus band. Now, I have not, again, opened this product up, uh, but it's when I first saw it, five years ago, the focus band was like $5,000. Mm. And it's now going to be able to connect with uh, Flight Scope, which we own, and right. it was 500 bucks. So 5000 oh, wow. to 500 bucks. Yeah, it's like way different. And Opti yeah. International with the Opti Brain with Debbie Cruz. Did we have her on? I, I don't think we have. I don't recall. I mean, we've I done need quite to get a her on because she's awesome. Yeah, that would be a good. Uh, she's yeah, let's got do that. another brain training thing, which tries to get you to be balanced. Believe it or not, my brain was balanced when we wow. trained with her. Yeah, that's a shock. <laughs> well, that's good. Let me let me just let me just interject here because I, I want to mention something before I forget. Um, you were talking about uh, the Encore uh, golf ball, and it's very interesting that you mentioned that first because uh, I'm I'm been working with a gentleman here recently. Uh, he actually. Uh, manufacturers, and I'm going to talk to you more uh, privately about that uh, at a later time, but uh, he, he builds uh, custom uh, putters up in the Michigan area, and uh-huh. one, of his, one of his associates uh, that's also a, a PGA professional was down at the PGA show this year and met with the people at Encore, and he actually has been doing some testing, um, doing putts and so forth with Encore's uh, new golf ball. And the interesting thing was that it obviously is very good because he tested it against all of the major brands, and he said, hands down, Encore beat them all in, in just the, oh, the wow. feel of it. Yeah, he said it was a uh, – and he he went against Titleist, you know, Nike, TaylorMade, anybody that makes a golf ball, he tested them, and uh, and he's pretty stringent in his tests, and he said uh, Encore uh, came out on top, which was very interesting. Huh. So yeah, that, that's, I wonder why. I, I don't know, and I'll find out from him, and, and uh, you know, maybe we can even uh, get Encore back on here and talk about that, and I'm sure they would love to hear that feedback. So um, maybe work as well. The other thing I wanted to ask you um, about, cause, only because we had her on uh, a few weeks ago, just before the show, was Bobby Salmon, of course, LP, uh, LPGA professional, uh, Bobby Salmon, who came out with a, an interesting product, the Steady Head. Did you get a chance to make it over to her booth at all? You know, I didn't, but I ordered six Steady Heads before, right as soon as we had her on the show, and I got them before we left. Oh, okay. And I have tried it, and you know what? It really does work, and it's hmm. great for. I, I teach a little girl who's seven, who's really good, and. Uh, she has issues with moving her head. Right. And looking down the line, I think it verifies where your eyes are going to see the line. And mm-hmm. are you looking left? Are you looking right? Are you looking down the line? So you can train your head to move the correct way so that you can see the line that your your intended target line, I guess, is what you would say. Right. Very, very interesting. Um, and, and I know that there's a lot of things... Uh, there's there's so many products down there, and it's really hard to, to do them all justice, and, and it would take you days, if not weeks, uh, just to, to go through them all. But um, and, and you know, usually they do have a few new things down there. But uh, again, a lot of them. Well, I'm sure they did. The catch yeah. is that you know when you're there, you sign up for an educational event. Right. So 
I had a couple things that I needed to go to. I went to the V1 Branded Academy Seminar. I went to the LPGA, uh, you know, learn how to use the Internet with your your membership. And then I went to the Junior Golf uh, Seminar. So, again, with all the seminars and the meetings you have with people that you need to meet with, it's very hard to find enough time to just walk the show. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so that's what I found. I had a hard time just snooping by myself. Now, you also mentioned uh, you um, the LPJ had a, um, um, uh, whatchamacallit there, um, that you were, you went to, and they talked about uh, girls' the golf. The junior golf? Yeah, yes. the junior golf seminar. That was great. Um, there are the five E's of, of the girls' golf program, empower, engage, exercise, uh, I forget the other ones, but they were good. <laughs> Educate. <laughs> um, uh, engage. Engage. That was the one I was at. But anyway, they did a great job firing us up. And there's now 200,000 girls wow. in girls golf. That's that's great. Now, yeah, did you get a chance? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, did you get a chance when you were at the show to, I mean, I, I know that they had a section there um and I know there's some stuff scattered, but they do usually have, and from what I remember uh, when I was there the, the previous year, um, that they had a section where they had a lot of um, women who who had businesses that were really targeting women's golf. Uh, did you get a chance to make it in that section at all? Do you know what I'm talking about? Sort of usually it's around about the center uh, of the show floor. Um, I, I know that they had a lot of great products there the year I was there. Did you get a chance to snoop through any of that area at all or no? I don't even know that they have that area. Well, maybe I saw a lot of new clothing lines right. that I had never seen before, but I don't know that, you know, most of the clothing was for women. Right. And it was beautiful stuff, beautiful stuff. Um, but I don't know that they have a specific section for women golfers. Well, they... Yeah, they had um, when I was there too, and I and I thought I when I was looking at the floor plan for this year, I thought they had. Um, now it might have been just women's apparel that that you're referring to. They might have had. Uh, I thought I saw something on the diagram for that, but it, I know when I went there, they had a, a ton of them. They had it for for kids, um, a lot of women designers that had done some clothes uh, for for really targeted at the the junior golfers, and then they had some, of course, for for more of the uh, adult uh, women and that. But um, anyways, I know there was a lot of great stuff down at the show, and I, I really uh, it, I, I saw all kinds, including many of yours, uh, posts up on Facebook and other social media. So it looks like you guys had a, a great di- uh, time down there this year, and I really regret that I wasn't able to make it. But um, I'm definitely, uh, come hell or high water, if I have to camp out there three days ahead of time, I'm going to be there for next year. But um, it, it sounds like it was a great show, a lot of great products and a lot of, uh, you know, great uh, networking, and, and that's really what you know it, it, the PGA show is about as well. It's not just about demonstrating and showing new products; it's about really networking, right? It is, it is, and it, it you know we had a great time. There were a lot of people there, and met with a lot of people, and it was just uh, awesome. You know, one other thing: there was a company that makes rubber or plastic shoes, and it's called Bionware, and. I bought a pair. They're kind of like Crocs, but they come in all different colors. And they were really good looking. And when you mentioned the youth, they have all these tiny little kids' golf shoes. They were just absolutely adorable. And they're from Toronto. So that oh, was wow. cool. that was That was new and different. Wow, very cool. Um, leave it up to my, my fellow Canadians up in, in Toronto to, to come up with something unique like that. Um, you know, as I said, there's a lot of great things, and there's really too much to uh, – it, it can actually be overwhelming. There just is so much to take in and absorb. And, and you, like you said, Cindy, you really can't get to everything, um, you know, even in a few days because there's so many other seminars and, and uh, workshops and things like that going on uh, to participate in. So a lot of times a lot of the pros don't even get a chance really to – uh, to spend as much time walking around the show as they'd like, but uh, uh, a lot of interesting stuff, and, and I know that uh, you know some of the the revamp, if you will, of some of the technology out there is, is going to continue to uh, make the game even better. And uh, and I know that you, you you probably kept them in business by the sounds of what you bought down there at the show. It sounds like you bought a lot. 
I didn't buy as much as I normally buy, but I did buy a few <laughs> things. You know, it's, again, you're always looking to get energized and enthused about the new year coming up. And what can right. I, you know, investigate to see if there's a value to my students and if it will help their games. And, you know, you got to stay up with the latest and greatest technologies. Uh, yep. If you don't, you fall behind. So it was it was fun. Now, what uh, and that brings an interesting question that I want to ask you just to, to and then we'll we'll get on to reminding everybody about the boot camps and that. Um, what are you most looking forward to in in 2016? What what's got you really energized this year as we move for, forward into the new year? You know what? It's really the Own Your Game Academy. Um, I've taught golf for 30 years, and I. Uh, the old way of standing on the range and watching someone hit balls and then having them leave and not do what you were working on, um, I'm tired of it, and so are my students. You know, I mean, they get better, but they don't get a lot better. And so right. with all the uh, with all the training and, you know, with me trying to get better to play on the Legends Tour, I opened up a can of worms because yep. people like Jane Blaylock, Rosie Jones, Nancy Lopez, Patty Sheehan, Kathy Whitworth, you know, those people were stars on the LPGA Tour, and mm-hmm. I was not. So I I wanted to be, but I wasn't quite good enough. So right. when I decided to get better or, you know, open the can of worms, if you will, to say, okay, what's wrong with me? How good can I be? What is my potential? So I needed to be willing to see some things I may not want to see. And given that, I have learned immeasurable things. So not only, you know, who am I? How do I learn? Am I right eye dominant, left eye dominant? Am I linear or am I nonlinear? Um, am I audiovisual or kinesthetic? Do I know how to focus? Do I, can I make decisions on my own? Am I self-sufficient? Do I know when to take a risk and not to take a risk? None of that has to do with swinging a golf club. But everything of that, all of those things, have something to do with becoming a great player. Yep. And a great player at golf and at life. So I think I got frustrated enough with teaching the same old way and got bored that I said, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore the way I've always done it. I want to change the way I do it. So we rolled out a program called the Own Your Game Academy and just advertise it a little bit in Buffalo. We've got 18 people doing this program for four months. Wow. So, yeah, so we are going to roll this out in the next two weeks on our radio show here, and Mm -hmm. we're going to bring an online version of it in April to anyone who wants to participate online, and we're going to promote it on the radio program. And Mm -hmm. I'm just really excited about it because it's a lot more fun for me And I think that the normal person, so tour players realize all that stuff about themselves, but normal golfers don't. And they wonder, why are tour players so much better than me? Well, because they know more about themselves. Right. Because they are their only inventory. You know, and and it's interesting, uh, an interesting point that you make, Cindy, and and yeah, by by all means, we're definitely going to... to, uh, to roll that out here on the show and, and, and give, uh, you know, as much, uh, promotion as we can. Cause I think it's a great idea and, and congratulations on, on all your hard work. You know, one of the things that, that I think the average player out there doesn't understand is they spend so much time trying to perfect their golf swing and not enough time on really playing the game and understanding you know, sort of the ups and downs that they're going to face. In other words, you know, they're spending all their time on the driving range trying to make their swing look pretty and and hit the shots just perfect. And, you know, you do have to spend a certain amount of time and a reasonable amount of time to to do that. But if you're spending 90% of your time on the physical part of the game and very little on the mental side of the game, you're never going to get really a whole lot better. You're going to sort of plateau at some point. And, and you're looking to take them beyond that plateau and, and have them continually as much as many of the pros do. Um, and that's what they do. Once they start to feel like they're plateauing, they start to do things to get them to that next level, correct? Yeah. Well, and it's balance. You know, you need left brain and right brain. You need to know what you're doing, and then you need to allow the creativity to take over and to perform. And right. 
and and you have to have a balance. If you don't, I mean, you can't be too left brain. I mean, the perfect example would be, you know, to watch Keegan or Sergio how they used to milk the club. You know, what are they doing while they're standing there fourteen thousand times? You know, milking the club or looking up, and you know they're thinking too much. You can't think that yep. much. You gotta have a balance. So that I'm just trying to make people aware that it's right. more than just a swing. Well, and and I like and I'm fact, excited about it. Yeah, and, and as you should. I mean, I think that's a fantastic uh, thing that you and Alan are doing. And I think what makes it really unique, um, Cindy, is the fact that you're you're utilizing your own journey that you've done throughout your career as a player and understanding that the, the sort of the ups and the downs and the pitfalls that you had had to face. And you're now trying to translate that into, uh, uh, into your teaching Academy to help others that may be struggling, even though they may not be playing at the professional level, but they're struggling in their own right uh, through their game. And you're trying to draw on those experiences to be able to do that. And I think that's fantastic. Well, you have to be, again, I keep, I tell people I'm the living laboratory. Right. And there's not a whole lot more wacky people than me. So <laughs> I'm the perfect person to do that. I mean, all teasing aside, that's the truth. And so if I'm willing to share my personal experience, and, and, and again, Alan and I happen to be the only married couple in the world that have played on all four major tours. I mean, there right. are others, but they're either dead or divorced. And, right. And, um, you know, the PGA Tour, the LPGA Tour, the Champions Tour, and the Legends Tour, we've got over 25 major championships in our belt. So, you know, I've said to these little kids that are going to play in U.S. kids' golf tournaments and their father's yelling at them because they're choking their guts out, you know what? You need to shut up. You know, your child is not trying to miss a shot. No. You know, this is very important that you know how to deal with this. So, a couple of the kids the other day, they were going to, oh, well, we're going to a tournament in three weeks. And I said, well, let me ask you a question. What do you think the winners are going to shoot? And the kids said, oh, you know, even par or under par. And I said, what's the best round you've ever had for 18 holes? 85. I said, okay. So do you have a chance to win the tournament? No. Are you comfortable with your swing right now? No. So I look at the father and I said, you told me you've got a $10,000 budget for these two to go play golf this year. I believe that you should save the two or three grand you're going to spend on this tournament and we work on their games here. You know? Right. So, again, uh, it's giving me the courage to say to speak the truth. You've yeah. got to expose the elephants. And if you don't, there's going to be trouble. So, And I'm yeah, very and, passionate about it. Yeah, and and you know... Part of the problem, and you, again, raise another interesting point, you know, one of the problems that a lot of the parents have out there is they, you know, they're pushing their kids into this, you know, tournament play sometimes too much, and the kids are not properly prepared uh, for what they're going to face. You know, they might have a great little swing, and, and, you know, little Johnny or little Sally can, can hit the ball pretty decently, but they're not really comfortable, and they're being thrust into this and pressured and a lot of times it's just too much for youngsters to handle. And, and you're right. I think two or $3,000 that they might spend on this term would be better applied uh, with, some, with some proper training and, and, and guidance and help them to be able to handle those situations. Um, very quickly, I uh, see that Jane's here. So um, very quickly, Cindy, you've got some boot camps coming up. Let's remind the, the uh, listeners when those boot camps are coming up and, and the dates and that. Well, they're booked. They're all full. So okay. stay tuned for more. <laughs> There's okay. one in February, one in April, and they're all full. Okay. Well, that's fantastic. That's, that's great. All right. Well, let's do this then. Let's bring Jane out because she's been very patiently waiting here. Um, Jane, as I mentioned earlier in the show, of course, for those of you tuning in a little bit later, um, Jane Blaylock is with us. Again, she's been with us a number of times. She's the president and CEO of the Legends Tour and has the, the dubious honor and pleasure of not uh, not only being involved with really one of the best tours out there, uh, but gets to hang around, uh, if you will, with some of the best ladies who ever played this game. So let's bring her on, Cindy, and uh, let's find what's happening uh, this year on the Legends Tour. Good morning, Jane. Happy New Year. Hey, to you too, Cindy. It's going to be a great one. Awesome. Well, ha- Happy New Year, Jane, as well, and uh, we're glad to have you back on the show. Well, it's my pleasure. Um, it's uh, always an honor to be invited to talk with you guys. Well, thank you. Um, let's, let's do the obvious thing, uh, Jane, let's start off with a little bit of, of what's 
new or what's coming new this year on, on the Legends Tour? Is there any new tournaments or sponsors um, that we have to look forward to this year? Well, we're very close to signing a new one as of meetings last week, and I'll just spill a few of the beans. So let's say we've got a very good chance of going back to central Pennsylvania. You know, we were in Hershey for years, a very successful tournament, and uh, so we're in conversations with the folks at Lebanon uh, Country Club in the Lebanon area, which is uh, – 20 minutes from everything. Uh, so, uh, you know, with the great success of the Women's U.S. Open in Lancaster, um, we uh, I started speaking with some of the, uh, let's call it the power brokers there, and one thing led to another, and there's just tremendous interest in bringing us back. So I think we should have something firmed up in the next 10 days. Well, fantastic. Um, give us a little awesome. bit of an... Yeah, give us a little bit of an overview of, of what uh, the listeners can expect and those that, are, that would like to follow what's going on in the tour. Um, what are some of your, your events coming up here in the next uh, couple of months? Well, we're um, in a, just about a month now. We'll be kicking off the year in uh, Phoenix area, Sun City West, with a Walgreens uh, Charity Classic. Um, has a great field, and this is our fourth year back there. Uh, so we'll have uh, you know seven, eight thousand people watching us. So that's been a great market for us. And um, you mentioned new things. Uh, then our next event in April, we have two events this year uh, combined with the LPGA Symmetra Tour. Uh, okay. And this is um, it's 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 really an enjoyable format. Each one of the two events is slightly different, but uh, really emphasizes the value of our players from their experience. You know, they're all winners. Um, they're uh, all you know, they're class acts, and a chance to play alongside some of the LPGA hopefuls um, mm-hmm. is is a pretty neat format. So we'll be in uh, Fort Myers. Um, the Patty Burke Classic with the uh, Chicos is sponsoring that event alongside some Metro Tour. And then uh, just a couple weeks after that, we go up to the Greenwood, South Carolina area. And um, we actually have, um, we'll alternate tea times. There'll be uh, on the last day of the event, there'll be a Symmetra Tour threesome and then a Legends Tour threesome. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. And um, I think the value of that is we've really helped boost the attendance uh, for the Symmetra Tour. Um, you know, they're wonderful young players and uh, probably could uh, certainly take my money in a side game. But um, <laughs> we have all all the names. So, for example, last year in our inaugural event in Fort Myers, the galleries went from, as the young women said, from three or four hundred, mostly friends and relatives, um, to, you know, three, four thousand. They said, wow, right. this is the first time we've felt like we're playing in a real tournament. So right. the, uh, the LPJ legends certainly bring a lot to the table. That's yeah, awesome. and, yeah, and there, and there's some great... Uh, you know, great ladies that uh, I remember uh, growing up. Uh, you know, obviously Nancy Lopez and Julie Engster, and and uh, um, you know many of the others that are out there that I remember growing up and, and watching and just having a lot of respect. And now they're really able to not only to continue to play themselves, but to be able to um, help some of the, as you said, the the, uh, the LPGA hopefuls. Uh, really understand what it's uh, all about uh, out on tour, what it's really like out on tour, and really how to show some class. And, and I can't think of any better uh, group than, than those on the Legends Tour to do that. Well, you know, and you mentioned a few of those names. And what's great about the Legends Tour, we've got a great combination of kind of nostalgia, where mm-hmm. you get, you know, Nancy Lopez, Amy Alcott, um, Pat Bradley, Patty Sheehan. And now you've got some players. Well, it's Julie Inkster. She can play on any tour. She could, right. Because <laughs> she is so talented. Uh, Lisa Lot Neumann, you know, Rosie Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, uh, Michelle McGann uh, was a rookie last right. year. Yep. And everyone knows Michelle from her hats and belts and her right. flair for, for marketing. And uh, Karen Koch, uh, who was captain of the European Solheim Cup team that, of course, lost to Julie um, by a very narrow margin this past year, will be joining us. So uh, we've got – it's a combination of wonderful golf with all the names that everyone knows. And, um, you know, I actually, I didn't continue um, – with the tournaments that will be upcoming this year. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned a couple of the new ones. Uh, we'll be returning to uh, the Wendy's uh, up in the Jackson, mm-hmm. Michigan area. Uh, and French Lick, which is a 
fantastic mm. tournament for us, one of the greatest uh, and toughest golf courses one could ever play. We'll be on the Pete Dye course there in, uh, in August, and that's the Legends Championship. Uh, BJ's Wholesale Club, you know, which is an East Coast mm-hmm. chain. Uh, we re- we this past year we raised over two million dollars for charity in that wow. BJ's tournament. So uh, that that says a lot. Um, we're back with another Walgreens event at the Seagate Country Club in Delray Beach. And uh, actually, we just finalized the date yesterday. It's going to be a Halloween event. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> We're going to have a Halloween theme and have um, have some fun with that. So it's going to be the last um, last weekend in uh, in October, and uh, then we'll finish up the year with our Honda Cup, which is um, it's, it's just a great event. It's akin to the Ryder Cup or the Solheim Cup, but it's a top uh, LPGA legends, you know, from the U.S. against those from around the world. Um, Right. And you should have seen the galleries uh, last year with Julie Inkster and Laura Davies going head to head. Yeah, I remember That's seeing so some exciting. of the. Yeah, I remember seeing some of the photos up on on Facebook uh, after that last year, and it was uh, obviously it had a lot of fun. I, I like the, the the idea that you're bringing Halloween into this. I think that'd be a great uh, a great addition to that event, and and I think that's very interesting that you're doing that. Now, I want to also um, talk about. Uh, the majors, and the reason why I want to bring that up is I know this year they had uh, originally, if I'm not uh, mistaken, when you were on before, uh, that they were introducing the U.S. Senior Women's Open, but as I understand, that's moved to next year now. Is that correct? Um, They settled on 2018, um, which we, uh, you know, it's mixed emotions. We're ecstatic that after all the years of, of trying to convince them that there should be a Women's Senior Open, they decided to go ahead but uh, then they stalled us until 2018. So, Cindy, we're going to have to keep our stay in shape and keep our game up for another couple of years. Ay, ay, ay. Let's go do some push-ups, right? <laughs> At least. Now, Jane, have they, have they um, settled on a venue yet? Where is it going to be held? And tell us a little bit more about, uh, I mean, obviously most people are, are familiar with the, with the U.S. Open in general, but tell us a little bit what's going to make this event special other than the fact that it's going to be an inaugural event. Um, but where is it going to be held? Where have they decided or have they decided? Uh, to my knowledge, they have not. They have not announced it. I, you know, just through some inside information, uh, I know that they had a number of venues uh, hoping to uh, were vying to be the host. But uh, that decision uh, has not been made yet. Um, but I can tell you, you know, the Legends Tour, the age is 45. Uh, right. For this uh, Women's Senior Open, the age will be 50. It'll be four days of competition, you know, as a as a real major championship. I'm sure right. there will be there will be qualifying, but it's um it's so important the Legends Tour because it um it will first it'll be televised. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Fox is televising all of the um, uh, women's all the USGA events. Hey, maybe we get rid of Inkster. You know, maybe she'll be doing TV instead of playing with us. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I doubt it though. <laughs> and um, it's just it, the prize money will be uh, um, that hasn't been determined, but uh, it has to be somewhat equitable, equitable right. with um, you know what the men are playing for. So um, it really puts us on the map and brings greater awareness um, to the Legends Tour. When you look back, um, Jane, to to when you know the the Legends Tour first sort of came on the scene, when it really sort of was uh, you know from start to to where it is now. What are some of the most um, memorable things that you've seen coming along this journey and to where it is now? What, what are some things that really, wow, I'm, I'm glad that, that we were able to do that and, and, and through the growth. What, what are some of the most highlighted things you, that you can recall from this journey so far? Well, I think there are three things. Um, our, our first tournament, I will never forget, Green Bay, Wisconsin, and the huge galleries, over 15,000 people a day. And it wasn't just the numbers, the ovations, the applause. I mean, it was just, it was goosebumps. And that's... Are you there? I'm, I'm not sure. No, she uh, must have... Yeah, she dropped. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened to oh, her. Oh, wow. Uh, um, right in midstream, we'll get... Uh, when she calls back, I'll bring her right on. Uh, I guess... Uh, I guess her... Uh, phone must have had an issue with it or something. But um, anyways, um, you know, that, that's exciting. So, you know, I'll, I'll bring her on as soon, she, as soon as I see her come back in. But um, 
that's very exciting about the U.S. Uh, Senior Open, and uh, I think she's right. You guys are going to have a tough – Julie Inkster is a feisty competitor, and I know she's going to be uh, right up there, but I think, uh, you know, I think everybody will have a, a chance. They're just going to have to work. You're going to have to work hard, as, as you always do, Cindy, on your game, um, but I know you can do it. Well, absolutely. I'm just – I'm so amazed at Jane. Every time I speak to her, she absolutely does not give up. No. And and so I think I think what I'm most proud of is the the women in our generation have really been pioneers. And and Jane, I mean, she has fought an uphill battle for the last 15 years, 16 yeah. now, to make this Legends Tour a viable option. And she, there's a burn in her. I mean, people ask me why I don't give up. I don't know why I don't give up. Um, and she does not give up. But, you know, I'm just shocked at her tenacity, her perseverance. Right. And her never, never, ever give up attitude. Right. And, and, you know, it's great because there's two parts to this. The good news is the tour is starting to grow. The bad news right. is more people are turning 45. So right. <laughs> I'm not going to be exempt to play anymore, which is sad for me. But on the other right. hand, this has to happen for the tour to grow. Right. Um, let me uh, let me bring Jane back on. I see she's, uh, she's uh, joining us again. So let me bring Jane Blaylock back on. Okay. Welcome hey, back, sorry, Jane. but for uh, some reason my phone went dead, and I had such poignant things to say. Yep. <laughs> I think well, I was we talking, talking to dead air. <laughs> yeah, we were, talking, we were talking about you behind your back. Um, Jane, go ahead and continue on. You were talking about the tournament uh, uh, in Wisconsin, that, the first tournament, and then, uh, then we dropped it from there. Right. I, I, I said there were really three things that um, uh, kind of uh, stick in my mind, and one of the huge crowds in Green Bay. Um, said over 15,000 people a day just cheering and screaming and, and just so appreciative of, you know, the fact we were all there and overflow parking lot, front page of the newspaper. It was a big deal. Uh, so that was, uh, that was a pretty good launch for the Legends Tour. And then uh, number two is um, the uh, very proud of the amount of money we raised for charities. Um, yeah. I think that makes a huge statement. We've raised a lot more money for charity than we've played for. And I promise you, we're the only tour that can say that. So, uh, right. And to see the, the lives that we've impacted, uh, you know, that just it gives you goosebumps. And, and third, it's the, um, the excitement of the players, the appreciation for the opportunity to play, um, and just their these are women that I've certainly known uh, for a long time and played alongside many of them or have been involved in, in TV and, and watching them. And to see, you know, the warmth and how responsive they are, the willingness to participate in all the, uh, you know, social activities um, with respect to the event. And I said, just they're, um, I mean, they all want to turn 45. <laughs> yeah. We've given, we're the only only place <laughs> in the world where one said, I can't wait to get older. <laughs> <laughs> That's You're fantastic. absolutely right. Yeah. It, well, I said I, I just ran into uh, Charlotte Sornstam at the PGA show. I was uh, talking to our friends from Cutter and Buck who have been you know, so good to us. And she comes up to me, hey, I'm 42. I'm getting my game in shape. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think those are the kind of um, we created that excitement. And I didn't know if anyone expected that we would. Um, but now the players are not at all reluctant to admit their age. Um, they just want to be out there and share in, in the camaraderie and, and chance to, um, you know, continue their competitive game. You know, um, Jane, it raises an interesting uh, sort of thought here. And, and you know, I've, we've heard, you know, Cindy and I have had a number of, of the ladies from, from the Legends Tour come on the show here uh, over the last couple of years. And there all seems to be sort of this resounding message that they, they, they're having a lot of fun. Uh, and, and a few of them have actually come right out and said, you know, when they were playing on the, L, on the regular LPGA Tour, that there was just a, a lot of additional pressure on them. They just felt like they had to perform, and they just didn't seem to really um, – I mean, obviously it was a, they were passionate about playing, but they said they, they seemed to have a whole dip, different feeling when they come out on the Legends Tour. Do you hear a lot of that from the players? Uh, I hear it, but you can see it. 
Right. Just it's so. I mean, anyone who comes to our tournaments has to spend time on the driving range when the players are getting ready. It's just uh, it's hysterical. I mean, the humor. uh, I mean, they're all, you know, warming up and trying to get the game ready. But the jokes, the bantering, uh, it's it's very special. So it is. um, It's lighter. But believe me, once they once that first ball is in the air, just like (laughs) the old days. (laughs) Right. Yeah, there's yeah, I'm not taking away that I'm sure there's there's much competition still. Uh they are all competitors of course and uh you know, but I think that I, I think it's it's a little bit more relaxed, would you agree, than than maybe what they've they've had to do in the past. It's just a, 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 a as I said, it's fun. Oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. And I think uh you know, it's incumbent upon me, but um you know, we're looking at probably nine events this year, hopefully 10. Uh, we need to get a few more tournaments so the players will be more tournament ready where when you play a tournament just every now and then it's it's hard it's difficult because you're not playing tournament golf is a whole different level from just going out and you know shooting 70 with your with your friends um, right. so we're really we'd love to get to 15 or 16 tournaments and uh, you know hoping that People out there paying attention to what we're saying now will say, "Wow, we could have these great, uh, you know, LPJ legends in our community, or raise money for our charity." Yeah, and and that's the and you know you hit it the nail right on the head earlier when you said that you know one of the three things that you really liked is the fact that all the great work um, that the ladies are doing through the through the different tournaments and through the events uh, towards charity. Let's talk about a few of some of the more memorable. I mean, all, obviously all the charities are important, but there's obviously some that probably stick out in the mind. What are some of the charities that have benefited from all of the hard work that, that you guys are doing? Well, one definitely stands out. I mean, the numbers with BJ's, the, their foundation, and they give to um, smaller charities that don't have the PR machine, the advertising machine. You know, they give, I mean, thousands of, of ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar checks to those you know, small community charities. Uh, but when we're in French Lick, we're in partnership with the Riley's Children's Hospital uh, out of Indianapolis. And right. uh, it's not just that they get checks. Um, many of the kids come down to the tournament, and we see our players interacting, you know, with these kids who probably won't be living that much longer, who are, you know, confined to wheelchairs, really have not much of a life, and to see the joy in the right. face of those kids. And um, and then we have um, a couple of the um, let's call the kids who have survived, and they get up in our dinners and really and talk about what they've gone through, the numerous operations, and mm. you know the the loss of hair. And to hear these hear these you know wonderful young men and young women talk about their stories. Uh, so there's a closeness that we have achieved with the Riley's Children's Hospital, and that uh, that probably stands out as uh, much as um, more than anything else. Absolutely. Ashton Brown, especially. Oh, incredible story. Right? She's yeah, just a I mean, great this kid, person. And, I mean, she's went through, um, went through Hades and <laughs> back. Wow. And, yeah, uh, twice she, twice she <laughs> yep. had it. And uh, now she's playing college golf at University of Indianapolis. So she's wow. a great success story. Yep, she plays and plays in the pro am, and uh, and believe me, she can flat hit it. I had to hit some balls with her, and I was embarrassed she hit it so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it's interesting, you know, and and you are right, Jane, in in what you say that that uh, especially on the Legends Tour, that the ladies do just such a phenomenal job in in bringing awareness to these different charities, and and obviously um, they work hard at at trying to. Um, raise funds for them and, and do different uh, promotions for them in order to to help them, um, you know, help the people that they're in turn trying to to uh, you know work with, and it's just a it's just a um, a great testament to the the many great uh, professionals that are out on the Legends Tour yep. and, and and as we've said, Cindy and I both have said, and and I know you've heard many times from Cindy, um, we're certainly very proud and honored to to have you on this show because you do such phenomenal work, and uh, we want to wish you much continued success and and we want to invite you back anytime that you uh, have some things to share or even if you just want to come back and chat we would love to have you back well thank you so much i said it's always a pleasure uh speaking with you all 
All right, we know you have. Oh, I, one last thing I did want to ask, because you mentioned the PGA Shore, um, and you, you did make some stops. I know you were probably busy like Cindy was. Was there anything that caught your eye down at the show that uh, either new this year or just something that really uh, sort of resonated and say, hey, I, I like that? Was there anything special that stuck out to you this year? Oh, there were. I love some of the clothes, but um, I did see the new um, new ping irons, and I can't wait to go. Uh, I'm gonna. I've already set up a, a fitting uh, when we're at the Walgreens event in in Phoenix. So uh, that definitely stood out of my mind. But uh, you know, the, the size and scope of that show was just um, right. is absolutely in- incredible. It really is. Well, fantastic. Um, Jane, Jane, thank as you always- so much for not giving up. I am just, you know, every time I talk to you, I'm like, wow, this woman is on a mission, and I'm <laughs> proud to call you my friend. So thank you so much for all that you've done for all of us and everyone in the golf industry. You're amazing. Well, okay, thank you very much. I'm gonna, I could talk to you guys anytime, compliments like that. All right. What, what are, <laughs> it was a pleasure. Thank start- you. What a great day to start the day, Jane, that's for sure. Um, Okay. Again, thank you, Jane, and we look forward to having you back again. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Of course, that was our very special guest, Jane Blaylock, the uh, president and CEO of the Legends Tour, and and she truly is. uh, She's a joy to have on the show and just does a a great job and. and, and, and just keeping that, that tour at, at a, such a high level and just looking to expand it. And, and uh, I, I know she'll have no problems in doing that. Um, Cindy, we've got to, I, I wanted to give a few last few minutes here just to um, give you an opportunity to talk a little bit more about the Own Your Game uh, Academy, but also uh, we're going to be bringing some of that uh, in, in probably the upcoming weeks. What's the update on that? Uh, when are we going to have that back on the show? Would you like it to start next week? Because I'll be ready. If you're going to be ready, I'm ready. That would be fantastic. Uh, we can certainly start okay. it next week. And I know Perfect. I believe we're having... So the back. question yep. that everyone needs to ask themselves is why are they doing this? Why do they play? So that's the first thing we're going to start with. Why am I doing this? Is it for relaxation, for recreation and social aspects, for exercise, personal challenge, competition, or for business? You need to know your why. So we'll, that's just a, going to be a little bit of a tease. So next week, we'll start the Own Your Game series, part one, and we will also have Valerie Moore, an LPGA Mm -hmm. professional, uh, on the second half of the show, and she will share with us all she does for junior golfers. Perfect. Sounds like a great show. Um, Cindy, uh, in addition to all the wonderful things that Jane does, um, you as well do a lot of great things for for this business, and uh, it's a a pleasure having you every week uh, join me here. Uh, on the on the women of golf show and you bring a, a, a tremendous amount to it and um, I thank you for all of the hard uh, work that you do and I'm looking forward to uh, starting the own your game series again next week so make sure you join in uh, next week feel free to call in if you want the number is three four seven nine four five fifty eight fifty five and I'm going to make sure that we get something up through social media as well as I know you will Cindy uh, for the um, next week's show so that people can participate. So make sure that you reach out. Reach out to Cindy at CindyMillerGolf.com if you have any questions or comments about the show uh, or if you're somebody in the business and you're interested in coming on the show, uh, you can also reach out to her there at Cindy at CindyMillerGolf.com. I'm Ted Odorico, and you're listening to the Women of Golf show with uh, myself and, of course, LPGA professional Cindy Miller and our special guest, uh, Jane Blaylock. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. And Cindy, as always, uh, it's a pleasure, and I look forward to next week. Have a great week. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.